Can you believe it's the 31st of October? This is the last day of October 2019. Tomorrow it's November. And this weekend is fallback weekend when we set our clocks back one hour. Interesting how seven states want this to stay permanent for them. Some people are raising concerns about their kids going home in the dark, and they have some legitimate concerns there. But anyway, that's what's coming our way. So we ask the question, where is our faith during troubled times? And that's the title of today's devotional. It comes from Habakkuk chapter 1, the first four verses, and then it jumps to chapter 2, the first four verses of that. And it's in the message version of the Bible. Every time I see Habakkuk, I think about uh, a Bible <clears throat> a Bible study class that we had at a, a youth retreat. I was still in high school. We came to Seguin, of all places, and we were meeting at Latinidad, uh, the United Methodist Church, right downtown, Seguin. And we were meeting at the entrance of the church outside. They'd set up the chairs there, and the uh, <clears throat> teacher for the class said the best way to remember the prophet's name was to think of the commercial at the time, which was Habakkuk. And so I've always thought of Habakkuk when I think of Habakkuk. And I pray that his word is as refreshing as Coca-Cola wants you to think that it is whenever you drink one. But here's verse one. The problem is God gave Habakkuk to see it. God, how long do I have to cry out for help before you listen? How many times do I have to yell, help, murder, police, before you come to the rescue? Why do you force me to look at evil, stare trouble in the face day after day? Anarchy and violence breaks out, quarrels and fights all over the place. Law and order fall to pieces. Justice is a joke. The wicked have the righteous hamstrung and stand justice on his head. God says, look, what God, what's God going to say? To my questions, I'm braced for the worst. I'll climb to the lookout tower and scan the horizon. I'll wait to see what God says, how he'll answer my complaint. And then God answered, write this. Write what you see. Write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to what is coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait, and it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait, it's on its way. It will come right on time. Look at that man bloated by self-importance, full of himself, but soul empty. But the person in right standing before God through loyal and steady believing is fully alive, really alive. Thus ends the reading of God's word. And this is the word of God for the people of God. And we say thanks be to God. Sort of a confessional. As I wrote, and I said, me, colon, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I tried writing a devotional while watching the last game of the World Series, fully aware that my team would lose. I could not concentrate on either, and the thoughts in my head and heart did not correspond to my calling to be a Christian and a pastor. It's like I'm the ancient prophet Habakkuk. I want to do right, but I keep seeing wrong, at least in my opinion. 
I'm not at the point of shouting, help, murder, police, but I did want to yell out the names of those who could have done a better job pitching than the ones A.J. was putting in. Then again, I say me, forgive me, readers, for I have sinned against you. It's quiet now. I reviewed my calendar for tomorrow and realized the free breakfast I was to have here in Seguin isn't until next week. I have prayed and asked God to forgive me and for him to give me the words I need to share with you about what I believe this passage means. In a way, I already have. <clears throat> the mind of a preacher and a prophet, being human minds, do not or do get distracted quite easily by earthly things. And yes, it is difficult at times to pray and listen when one wants to scream and shout. The old prophet stood on his tower and saw all that was going on around him by his own people. People called to be priests acting like punks. It felt like his, pri his prayers hit a ceiling that didn't allow them to get to heaven. The more he prayed, the worse it got. It was everyone for their own wants and desires, and still the prophet walked the tower, praying, waiting, looking, and asking, how can we have faith during troubled times? And he wasn't upset over a baseball game, as I'm struggling to as well. I thank God I have a wife who knows better and speaks to me about it. And like the prophet, I have the same God who speaks to our minds, hearts, and spirits, the words that transcend time. Write the words of faith as letters big enough that those walking by you and your phone can see what you are reading. That God's answer is coming, and in our case has come in Jesus. Yes, not all things are as we would like them to be, but our hope continues to be in God. Wait, it's on its way. It will come in God's time. Those who think they are self-important, but in truth who are soul empty, will not find what they truly need. Yet the ones who stand right before God will realize that they are fully alive, truly alive, because they are right with God. Dear listener, our faith stands with us in troubled and in good times. Our faith does not depend on what our neighbor is doing or not doing. Our faith depends on our standing right and living right before God. The world around us may be shaken and moved, but we will not. God always sees us through. So, dear listener, thank you for being a faithful listener of Concafe. And for those reading this on the Concafe, thank you for being a faithful reader of Concafe. Thank you for your prayers for me and for those who ask prayers from us. We truly are a, an army of prayer warriors that uh, believe that the reason we pray is because God answers prayers. So we celebrate that God answers our prayers and is with us. I'll share that I saw my ophthalmologist yesterday morning, and as a birthday gift, the cataract in my left eye decided to grow a bit since last year, and in six months, he will check me again to see if I need to have that removed. <clears throat> Once it is out of the way, he said he may get a clearer look at the macular puckering, macular puckering going on behind it. Please pray for me. All those words seem like Greek. I didn't understand everything he said, but... I trust my doc. I also request you pray a prayer of thanksgiving for Mrs. Laurel Bradford, who is the wife of the Reverend Scott Bradford of First United Methodist Church in Angelo, who underwent successful surgery today, or yesterday rather. Pray for her recovery. Pray for one another. Pray for yourselves. And speaking of prayer, let's pray now. Loving God, as we pray, speak to our listening hearts about our condition and our need. Bring us light and direction that we may share it with others, especially those in darkness and those lost. 
We pray for our sister Laurel and give you thanks. We pray that as she recovers, you would be with her. We thank you that the surgery went well and that she is home now. Bless her husband's God as he cares for her. We pray for anyone anywhere who is hurting or ill. We pray for those places around us where we sense what the prophet from today's reading saw, heard, and experienced. We pray we might speak a word of peace to all. And it's in Christ Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So, dear listener, have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Be prophetic in your words to those who have yet to hear any. Again, thank you for tuning in. If this has blessed you, please share it with someone. Forward it on. Get the message of hope out there that others may come to faith in Christ Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. I'm Pastor Radio Alberti. God bless you.